This is the Whole Mind Podcast. We are three therapists who love Jesus and want to encourage and educate you about the mind. We are Grace, Wendy, and Candace. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Whole Mind Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to handle long-term friendships ending. This is one that was requested of us to cover, so um, we're excited to hopefully break this down and go through how to process, how to handle long-term friendships ending, how to grieve well. Mm -hmm. Um, But first... Before we get into it, you ladies know what's coming. The or question men. of the dun, day. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, oh, you too. Me. Oh, it's like to our, <laughs> to our, to our 28% male population. <laughs> Candace and Grace, you know what's coming. It's not a would you rather question this time. That's fair. Ooh. What sport would you compete in if you were in the Olympics? Easy, a question. Done. Oh, what? I grew up riding. Oh, that's right. Oh, what? Through. No, no, she's, you, you've talked Did about it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew that. Wow. That was an easy question. Thanks, Shoot. Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> really? What did you do, like, um, English and, like... I wrote English, yeah. Oh. How many years? A lot. Eight. Do you still ride at all? No. Yeah. I don't have riding money. It's very expensive. Oh. And I pay for my own stuff now, so... Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. I very don't. different. Yeah. Okay. Were I you think in you, shows and stuff? Only a couple. I wasn't, okay. like, some girls were, like, extreme, and they, like, did their yeah. shows every weekend. I only did a couple. Yeah. I think That's you fun. mentioned it one of our first episodes, the anxiety It's kind of coming back to me now. Yeah. yeah. Very briefly, it's coming back. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of our early episodes, maybe, I mentioned Yeah, yeah one of yeah. the very first yeah, ones. That would Equestrian. be fun. Yeah, I love okay. horse culture. I, I think Aww. it's fun, and they're just beautiful animals. I like the sport. It's very... It's very poised, and there's, like, almost, like, the fun of it is making it look easy when you're up there. Like, you're not supposed to look like you're, like, really wrestling with your horse, and you're trying to make everything work. I'm, like, bouncing around in my seat right now, <laughs> by the way, which no one else can see. And but we're not like, filming it this time. Yeah. <laughs> we're not filming it. But, like, you almost have to have this like calm and this poise Mm. over you the whole time and you're so connected with your horse they have to feel you you have to feel them and you just have to like yeah and do your run and it's good Hmm. it's fun that's cool yeah (laughs) i like that was an easy question for you so (laughs) grace how about you Hmm. wendy how about you (laughs) (laughs) um off the top of my head, I'd say downhill skiing, oh. some sort of skiing, because I that like was the one, one where they go off like the schnozzle and then they do the flippies. No, 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 and, oh. no, no, no. Just, like pretty much on the ground the whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, like no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing in the air. Like the slalom or okay, <laughs> Solomon. What? <laughs> slalom, giant slalom. Do you watch the Winter Olympics at all? I don't I watch do, the Olympics. Bodie Miller, um, like what he. Okay. I'm looking at Wendy like she has six heads. Yeah. I currently grew like three more appendages <laughs> off my head. Um, Brody Miller Bodie. and the Solemn. Slalom. Slalom. It's just like where they start at the top. It's the race down the mountain skiing. It's okay. called the Slalom. I didn't know that. Okay. It Do you know like it? No. I don't, oh, I don't follow goodness. the Olympics. I know oh. I'm a bad American. I'm all about the Olympics. Like, I am... Well, Wendy's all American. Okay. She loves her football. She's she's into the stuff. That's true. She donates blood. She's an all American. <laughs> Ameri- no, that's just like human thing. To I do. think we should just donate blood. For yeah, him. yeah. It's not American. Okay. We should do that sometime. Whole mind, go donate. 
We talked about Maybe how I passed years. out when I got a shot, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. shot. Okay. Also, anytime I have tried to give blood, they've been like, you're borderline too anemic. We can't. Oh, really? So. I went with that's you. A, that's, that's much more common in younger girls. Like, I've gotten a lot better as oh. I've got older. So. I do take iron pills now. Yeah, so. That's you're probably good. Fine. That'll help. Okay. Anyway, so I would do downhill skiing. Grace? I guess soccer. Because oh, I yeah. love, I played soccer played growing soccer. up. Yeah, so. you like running then. Yeah, I do like running. Uh, everything I think of, though, I'm like, can my back handle that? <laughs> oh, but that's not... See, this is like when you're in top athletic form, so... Yeah. Okay. Neither of us are going to be in the Olympics, so... I'm not skiing. I'm not <laughs> I haven't gone skiing in years. So like, Here's the problem with these questions. I get way too logical. <laughs> I'm like, where's the loophole? But I cannot get on the airplane right now and go to the Olympics <laughs> and fly, so I don't... <laughs> so it I costs money. Do it. it does cost a lot of but money. But I would play yeah. soccer, because I, I do love mm. soccer. Oh, you're so. a hurts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, because uh, Zach Ertz. Wow. See, look at you. I do know sports stuff. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Candace is like, I want to know. Julie Ertz is on the U.S. Women's National Team. Well, she's not right now because she's pregnant. Oh, that's right. No. Congratulations, Julia. Julie. Julie. Get it right, Candace. (laughs) I got it now. She's married to Zach Ertz, who was the number one tight end for the Eagles football. Oh, so and is now with the Cardinals. Be oh, he's with the Cardinals. Isn't the Cardinals a baseball <laughs> yeah, team? Yeah, that was yes, St. Louis Cardinals. But there's also Arizona Cardinals, which is a football team. Oh, facts. Got it. <laughs> We're learning so much. We're skiing, Bodie Miller, <laughs> Cardinals. You guys. What else can we talk about? <laughs> yeah, he went to the Cardinals like two or three years ago, I think. It's very sad. It two or three long. years ago? That's a long time for me to not know that. Yeah, you probably should have known that. Derek doesn't watch football on the TV anymore. He only watches on his laptop, so I don't get to, like, oh. peripherally learn about things. Derek, you need to tell Grace about things that happen. Yeah. You know that Carson Wentz is no longer with you. Oh, yeah, so I know okay. that. That one's obvious. <laughs> Do you know who he's with now? Oh, uh, mm, purple team. No. Is it the Vikings? No. no. Hold on, hold on. I re- New man on the Minnesota Vikings. That's all I got. Sorry, it's quoting the Lizzo song. Is that Lizzo? There. I was going to say, is that Lizzo? It is Lizzo. Why wow, man great when it gotta be great. <laughs> anyway, you guys, okay, we're talking about football. We're getting, yeah, we're okay. getting. So, soccer. soccer. <laughs> That's my answer. Carson Wentz is with the Washington, used to be Redskins, now Commanders, just so you know. Anyway. Uh, okay. Long term friendships ending. Back to the original. I'm so topic. sorry, guys. I don't know much about football, so that was a cool conversation for me to for me to witness. Well, and I cool. like how it got. Yeah. I like how it got linked to a Lizzo song. Well, <laughs> real you quickly. can link a lot of things to a Lizzo song. It's, it's true. You could. It's Did you true. know that she plays the flute, guys? Yes. 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 We've had conversation. Who told you that she's Wendy a flautist? Told us. No, you told us. Oh, I know. This. I just wanted to be on the podcast. Here, she didn't know any of the songs. Any Lizzo songs. I really knew nothing about But Lizzo. she knew that Lizzo played the flute. Which what is the heck? Wild. And who did Lizzo. not know that Lizzo plays the flute? Candace and Grace. Yeah. And who were the wah, biggest wah. Lizzo players? <laughs> In this room, it's Candace, Candace and Grace. Grace. Okay. Okay, long term friendships ending. I'm going to play Candace now. Let's get back to the topic at hand. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Off of Lizzo, onto the topic. Okay. What do we do when long term friendships end, guys? Be it sad. happens. Be sad. Be yeah, sad. Yeah, be sad. I mean, you gotta. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we talk a lot about, like, breakups and, like, we got songs for it and movies. But, like, I feel like a long-term friendship ending can hurt just as much. Like, mm-hmm. you still have a ton of memories. Like, who knows? You could have even, like, pictured, like, just being friends for life. Like, raising your kids together. Like, best friends forever. Best that forever. was a big thing in the... Yeah. In my... 
early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Fr- friendship bracelets, yeah. all that jazz. Yeah, so like you have to grieve it kind of the way that you would grieve a breakup. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? How do you grieve? I mean. Feel those feels, guys. Like, yeah. let yourself cry. Mm-hmm. Look back at the good in the relationship. Look back at uh, what was fun and mm-hmm. the good memories that you have. Um, even, like, let yourself go through old pictures that you might have had together and let yourself cry over mm-hmm. what you are losing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Feel the feels, mm-hmm. like Candace yeah. said. And then, once you've done a good portion of that, look ahead to new opportunities maybe um since that friendship needed to end for whatever reason um it'll open up time brain space relational space in you to welcome new relationships and new friendships yeah yeah and i think practically what does feel your feels look like that's a question i get all the time Mm -hmm. which i'm like well you just feel your feels come (laughs) on um but i think you can journal journaling is great yeah. there's lots of like actual journal prompts out there mm-hmm. with grief one one of my favorites uh, is a book called caring or yeah what is it caring what can't be fixed which grief mm-hmm. isn't necessarily something that can be fixed it's just mm-hmm. something that you feel and you process you just walk through it. right um and so i like that journal a lot caring what can't be fixed and it can be grief about anything but if you have grief about a friendship ending it's a great journal to go towards um but any you know, journal prompt or journaling mm-hmm. could be really helpful. Another thing in feeling your feels is if you, if something triggers an emotion in you, so maybe you go to a place that you had a park that you went to a lot with your friend and hung out and had fun and you're back there again. And all of a sudden you feel the tears welling up and you feel the emotion coming, let yourself cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. let, it um, happen. let it happen. And do not apologize for your emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally have been working on that in my own life. Like if I'm crying about something, like not saying, oh, sorry, I just, I don't know why I'm crying. Like mm. a, You're actually really doing a good job of that, by the way. <laughs> better, yes, I've been doing a lot better. Well done. But let yourself feel it. Like let yourself cry and don't apologize. Mm-hmm. Emotions are yeah. okay. Yeah. So practically journaling letting yourself feel it when you're triggered by because we all know what that feels like so don't suppress it mm-hmm. um and talk about it talk about mm-hmm. it with maybe some others um that are trusted and still in your in mm-hmm. your life so a therapist or a therapist <laughs> yeah we do that too mm-hmm. respect someone's boundaries who may be pulling away mm. so if you see the friendship is ending you see someone might be pulling away this is this is a hard one to talk about I should have said that first mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a hard one to talk about but if you notice that one of your friends is kind of pulling away for some reason it's good to have a conversation about it yeah, you know, talk, talk about, about it. it but if they start setting boundaries like you know what I for whatever reason maybe it's them maybe it's you um, but if they need to be stepping away deep breath Do not take it personally, Mm -hmm. but respect their boundaries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in the same, similar vein with that, do not take it personally, but allow that situation to give you room for self-examination and Mm -hmm. be willing to take responsibility for your part if necessary. Yeah. So if there was something that you said or did to hurt the other person or to, um, you know, maybe put a wedge between the two of you, Take responsibility for that. Do not be too proud to say, mm. I'm like, no, it's all your fault and I'm just mad. Right. Um, sorry, do not be too proud to say, I'm sorry for what I did. Right. I think or I got saying that the other part. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, apologize. Mm. I'm really sorry for hurting you. I'm really sorry for 
my part in this. Um, can you please forgive me and then respect their boundaries? Yeah. But do not take it personally in the sense that now I am such a bad person or right. I am such a bad friend. Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's a difference in those two. Yeah. yeah. I think ultimately like with the don't take it personally, it's like, don't let it define you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Cause yeah. who you are is not any, you know, part of that relationship, who you are is yeah. as Christians, we believe who God says we are. So a, a friendship breakup is not something that's supposed to define you. Right. Yeah. I often go through, like, who you are in Christ never, ever changes. Your actions can come out of that. Other people treating you, other people saying things to you, none of those determine who you are. Mm-hmm. So who you are and what you do are two separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So if you were not being a good friend, that doesn't mean that you are not a good friend. That means your actions might not have been yeah. reflective. Yeah, reflective of who you actually yeah. are. So yeah. take responsibility if you need to. And mm-hmm. I think just to, like, add some compassion, I know it's hard to be wrong or it in is. the wrong. Like, it's so hard. But if we're not carefully evaluating and examining, like, our parts and things, we're just perpetuating, like, toxic situations. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, as hard as it is to be wrong, I would rather be wrong than continue to perpetuate yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. Like, so. I want to be a healthy person for myself mm-hmm. and for my husband mm-hmm. and for my friends. Yeah. So sometimes that means being wrong, and that's yeah. just a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there is compassion for how hard that is. Yes. We get it. Yes. Yeah. It's not easy. Um, so grieve the friendship, respect someone's boundaries, be willing to look at your part. Mm-hmm. Then self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Self-care. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about self-care on this podcast, so mm-hmm. go a uh, little plug for that episode. Go yeah, listen go to that. Yeah, go back and watch that. It's not just bubble baths <laughs> and spending more money than you should at Aerie or Ulta or something. Because <laughs> is that really taking care of yourself? It's not. No. It's really not. Like, really pour back into yourself. Like, I know in some situations you can almost, like, tie your identity with that friend. Like, especially mm-hmm. if you did everything together. This is a really, really cool opportunity for you to get some individuality as mm-hmm. well. Like, figure out who you are. Um, outside of this and something that I have said to myself and that I've said to my clients as well is that you can't miss a relationship that God has for you and Mm. I feel like that might be good to keep in mind as well as like you figure out what to do next after this Mm -hmm. relationship like if this was something that God was like this I don't know like this is something that you need in your life like then it wouldn't have Mm -hmm. have ended like God doesn't just end up being like oh no (gasps) oh dear, this relationship is over. What is she gonna do? Like, that's not, he's not up there like that. Like, he knows that there's other really good things for you. So walking in self-care, figuring out your identity and individuality Mm -hmm. outside of this relationship is a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I love that point. God's not thrown by any of this. No. He has you. He'll be faithful to you and what you need. Yeah. Um, As far as some, like, other self-care things, um, I mean, to what Candace was saying, like, finding your individuality, like, go do things on your own. Like, go mm-hmm. eat at a restaurant. I mean, I don't know why it's such a negative thing to go to a restaurant by yourself. But yeah. it does feel like that sometimes. So go try that out. Go try a park you like. Um, yeah. I don't know. Go to a store that you like. Um, 
Yeah, so other things, like try out hobbies. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, plants are a good hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that out there. Um, gardening, um, crocheting. Um, I'm trying to think of other hobbies that are out there's there. There's lots but and lots there's so of many. hobbies. Yeah. It's also good to find something that, that has community connection, like mm-hmm. self-care hobbies and things you can do with other people, even if it's not your people. Yeah. It's not your specific community, but... Um, yeah, uh, things that get you around other people and get you, um, connected, connected and like talking with other people, not just in a coffee shop with people around you. That's Mm -hmm. good too, but something that facilitates some sort of conversation or Mm -hmm. or connection. Don't isolate. Right. No good. Right. Find that individuality, but you are still a person Mm -hmm. who needs other people Mm -hmm. and you still need community, even if that's hard to adjust to maybe a new community or a different community how your community looks it might be different but and i wonder who's already around you that you haven't mm-hmm. noticed because you've yeah. been so focused on this one relationship like it may have been going downhill for a while and you've been using a lot of brain space to like try to figure out how to fix it and now it's over i wonder who sits right next to you in church mm-hmm. that you could grab mm-hmm. coffee with after i wonder who i don't know is sitting in the cubicle next to you or something that, like, you can say hey and, like, build a new relationship. Yeah. Yeah, something that's already kind of existing that can be furthered. Yeah. 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 Challenge rumination. Hmm. Big fancy word. (laughs) (laughs) What is rumination? Big therapist word. But I feel like if you're on Instagram or social media, like, you know some of these big fancy therapist Mm. words. Like Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Not, like, uh, uh... I don't know. I'm trying to think of another one. Comorbid. We said Comorbid. that earlier. Yeah. Comorbidity. Um, so rumination is just the the replaying the conversation, the hurt, the pain, the loss, whatever, on your in your head on repeat. Mm-hmm. Re- chewing on it. Like a, <laughs> a cow chewing its cud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind like of like it that. Constantly, it's constantly coming over up. You keep chewing again. on it. You keep thinking about it. You keep dwelling on it. And then you swallow it for a few minutes, and then it comes back up again. And yeah. Then, Gross. Don't do that. Don't do it. It's very cyclical. And it could be things you said. It could be things that were Mm -hmm. said to you. It could be an offense you have. It could Mm be all these things that Wendy listed. But um, try your best not to become obsessive um, and ruminating a lot in that. Yeah. So that could be like when you find yourself ruminating, um, remove yourself from that physical location. If it happens when you're doing your dishes, just take a break and Mm -hmm. and go Mm -hmm. get a glass, drink a water, um, go step outside and take a few deep breaths, you know, something to kind of remove yourself from the spot Mm -hmm. where you're ruminating. And then also just try some mental exercises to not get stuck in that cycle. Mm -hmm. I think too, sometimes it feels quote unquote good to be stuck in a rut. Like it feels truthful. It feels validating. validating. Mm -hmm. It feels, I don't know, like there's fuel for your fire, so to speak. Um, You build a case against that person. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're just, you're putting yourself down more because they're like, yeah, I am awful. I'm the worst. Like, of course they would leave me, you know, like whatever, whatever belief you have about yourself that you feel has come true because of this. Like, sometimes that can be, f- um, like, fueled as well when, you, when you're ruminating. Um, so I think leave the area where you start ruminating. Go take a pause. Go do something else. But also, like, ask yourself, is it helpful for me to be doing this? Is it actually genuinely helpful for me? And is it kind? Is this kind for me? Um, but, yeah, so those are the questions that I have people ask a lot when they're ruminating. Is it helpful? Is it kind to mm-hmm. myself? Um, because I think what that reveals is this is not truth. 
Yeah. And this isn't truth for them if I'm being negative against them. It's not truth for myself if I'm being negative against myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those points. That's good. It is normal and natural for friendships to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is life. Yeah. And I, ugh, I hate, like, blaming the last two or three years for everything. <laughs> but, but politics have become so polarized. Mm-hmm. Medical responses have become so polarized. And I think in this in this world, it's harder to fight for friendships where things are changing and things are yeah. shifting. So um, it is more normal for friendships to grow apart um, in the world today. And mm-hmm. I don't want to use say that as an excuse. Like it's still good to fight for your relationships. Yeah. But if it gets to the point where you're fighting more than you're you're fighting for the relationship more than you're enjoying the relationship. It's okay for it to end. It's mm-hmm. normal and natural for for things to change. Mm-hmm. It's hard and it hurts. And I mean, don't at the overlook same, that. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, don't like end a relationship just because one's a Republican yeah. and the other's yeah. a Democrat. Because no. yeah, like no. that's not what we're saying. <laughs> we're not either. supporting no. cancel culture. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Um, I was just saying that makes it harder mm-hmm. to yeah. have. Sometimes it can make it harder to maintain a, a healthy relationship. Certainly the environment we're in right now has yeah. definitely made it more difficult. It's yeah. very It's not heated. conducive to easy mm-hmm. yeah. friendships. Mm-hmm. We're more saying like if mm-hmm. like characters are changing, if like your mm-hmm. whole lives are just totally different and like you just no longer are who you were, it's okay for the relationship to mm-hmm. end. You don't mm-hmm. always have to fight for it because you've been friends since mm-hmm. kindergarten. Like if mm-hmm. the friendship just isn't anymore it's okay to let it go and i hate even saying that because it's so sad and uncomfortable so difficult Mm -hmm. yeah and and uh, candace you said this but like you're no longer who you were that could because you started the friendship really unhealthy Mm -hmm. right and you've grown out of unhealthy patterns and you've Mm -hmm. grown out of things that were toxic and sometimes that old cheesy cliche statement of friends are like elevators mm. is very accurate, you know, like they can either bring you up or bring you down. Mm. You've never, heard, never that? heard that? I've never heard that in my life. Okay, well, I no. thought it was a cheesy cliche. <laughs> so the idea yeah. that I saw in all my posters in school growing up was that um, friendships are like elevators. They can either bring you up or bring you down. And so <laughs> if you're in friendships that brought you down a lot and you've learned to how to rise and get up Mm -hmm. like it's also something to evaluate of how that friendship has changed Mm -hmm. yeah so we we acknowledge that it is hard and it does hurt when a friendship ends it's not necessarily a direct reflection on you and it's not a direct reflection on your friend yeah yeah um it's good like i said before it's good to take responsibility for what you may need to but it's not a personal reflection on you that you are a bad person because mm-hmm. this friendship isn't thriving. Right. Yeah. Did we want to say something real quick about forgiveness? Yeah. And we are tackling this subject kind of like um, from a lot of different directions. So, you know, it's hard to say if we talk about forgiveness, it's hard to say like, or to know what direction you're coming from and how to process forgiveness. But um, I think on either end, if you are a friend that is ending a long-term friendship or if you are the friend who has perceived the breakup, um, I think you're going to have to have forgiveness on either end. 
And ultimately, I just don't want people to have to live with unresolved offenses in their life or Mm -hmm. to hate someone or to be so anxious thinking about another person because of that offense that's there. And I think if you can process forgiveness um, about what has been hurtful, what's been hard in that friendship, and um, just continue to be in the practice of forgiveness, Mm -hmm. I think that you will ultimately have... um, freedom from that and I think that helps the healing process a lot more Mm -hmm. right the grief we're talking about encourages your self-care a little bit more maybe Mm -hmm. um, getting in another community or some existing relationships a little bit more yeah I think the word practice is a really good Mm -hmm. term to go with forgiveness you you probably won't just forgive them once like you're going to be on social media one day and you're going to see a picture that's going to remind you of the pain Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to forgive again it's just the way that that life goes yeah 70 times 70 Mm -hmm. or 7 times 70 What's that? That Jesus says is a lot of sevens times each other. There's a part in the Bible where a disciple is like, hey, Jesus, how many times should I forgive someone? And Jesus is like, you have to forgive them 70 times seven. I I think think. that's what it is. Something like that. And like, he doesn't mean like the actual mathematical number. He more I forgive you, like, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like that. It's just like time after time after time. Mm-hmm. That does not mean to involve yourself in unhealthy relationships or toxic things. It's more like, to, like yeah. for your own yeah. heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the own releasing of offense. Yeah, mm-hmm. to make continue making that choice until the feeling catches up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is. It'll be a practice of forgiveness as you are. Um, going through this end of friendship, but um, continue to evaluate and examine what the offenses are and what is it exactly that you're forgiving and releasing to God. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you guys have any other questions about this, I mean, we were very broad and we were trying to tackle lots of different angles mm-hmm. with this because we know there's lots of different angles. Um, but if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at our email, thewholemindpodcast at gmail.com, or our Instagram. You can DM us at the whole mind podcast. And if this is something you're experiencing, I am sorry. It's yeah. a bummer. We are sorry. Yeah. And I hope it's, I hope you're able to find some good growth and mm-hmm. freedom yeah. even through the hard stuff. Yeah. We hope and pray for peace and, um, restoration for you. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there to you guys. Would it be weird, like, if we pray for someone who might be going through that on, like, right now? That's a great idea. That's great. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You want to do it? Sure. (laughs) This is my idea. So I'm just going to pray. If this is something that you're going through and experiencing loss of friendship, I'm going to pray for you. Jesus, um, thank you for creating friendships. Thank you for creating community um, that we can be in relationship with other people and learn from and grow from other people. And sometimes it ends and that's hard. So God, I pray that if someone listening is experiencing that right now, that you would um, minister to their heart and and bring truth, that you would minister to their heart by bringing truth to them, speaking truth to them about who they are, um, that the loss of friendship would not define them, that you would protect them from um, feeling the lies, any lies mm-hmm. of the enemy or any um, uh, false beliefs that may be coming in that they are a bad person or they are a bad friend but help them to take any responsibility that they would need to not false responsibility but help them to take responsibility they might need to and the the loss of the friendship Um, and overall lord just guide them through the grief and bring them to a new season of new healthy close friendships um, that can 
take the place of or, you know, be instead of the friendship that was lost. Mm-hmm. Pray this in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Wendy. Prayer. That was a really great prayer. Yeah. Well, guys, we will uh, talk to you soon. Take care. Yeah. Bye. bye.